This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as future camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm Rick Prawl. I'm your host, and I'll be uh, guiding us as we go through this uh, discussion this week, which is our third session in our Destinations Unit. We've talked about what sh- how sh- why should I be concerned with eternity and what will heaven be like in this last session. This week, we're going to talk about what will hell be like. And, you know, as we talked about eternal destinations, you know, the, the Bible presents two options. There's not, a, there's not a third, a middle ground. It's either heaven or hell. And uh, certainly as, as leaders, we want your students to secure an eternal future in heaven with Christ and a relationship with Him. Amen. We do want to present what the Bible says, what hell is going to be like. And again, just as we talked about heaven, this is not a complete exhaustive list. We want to point out four specific things that the Bible talks about. I've got Greg Mosier here with me uh, talking about uh, heaven and hell. Greg, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, good. Rick. Well, we had a good time in the last session talking about heaven. Yeah. Man, as Christians, this is one of those sessions that we have a hard time talking about, but it is really important for our students to understand that there is a place that the Bible talks about called hell, that it is a real place that we're going to get into, uh, and we need students to help understand this concept. So let's jump in here. Leaders, we're in Luke chapter 16. Uh, We're going to pick these four things out of what Jesus said in this passage from verses 19 through 31. Greg, we're going to start with verses 19 through 23 and just talk about and identify very clearly that that hell is a real place. Uh, what do you see there in those verses that helps us get to that? Well, I, I see a couple of things, Rick. Uh, first of all, um, there's opportunity on both behalf. Uh, the rich man and Lazarus has has opportunity. They have a choice to make. And and just as we have a choice to, to follow God in obedience, we have a choice to to not follow Him and turn our backs from Him. And we see the realities of this. The reality is is a real place here called hell. Uh, Jesus spends more time in the Gospels telling people about the horrors of hell hmm. because he's warning them. Right. He's warning them of the impending judgment. Because God is holy, he has to be holy in every aspect. And we don't like to think of it that way. We don't like we like to make it a, a simpleton place. We like to make it a cartoon place right. with with a devil with a pitchfork and we don't see the horrors of that. Right. The, the horror of the reality of it being a real place, a place here according to the to the Bible here that that has no escape, uh, that has torment, that has real flame, that has real uh, consequences for the choices we didn't make while we were here on earth. And it being a real place, a lot of people, again, they try to distance themselves from it being a real place. Oh, it's just a figment of your imagination. No, it's a Jesus spent more time talking about hell than he did about heaven to make people realize that it is a consequence of their disobedience. That's right. Yeah, and it's a choice uh, that we make by not choosing to follow Christ. Um, and not only is it a real place, you know, Jesus gets into in verses twenty four and twenty five and other places in Scripture talking about the fact that it is a place of anguish. Um, you know, and and Greg, before we get into that, you know, we've got pictures of hot sauce bottles on here, and there are shows on TV. Um, you know, about you know, there's one called Heat Chasers, and you know, all these different things that people get. All consumed, even here at Lifeway, we've got folks that get consumed about hot chicken um, yeah. and trying to get the hottest chicken you can eat. And you know that's one of those things that that it burns and it goes away. And and sometimes we equate 
to hell with that. It's like it's going to be, it's going to burn, but it's going to go away. But man, the Bible talks about it. it's a place of anguish. It's not going to go away. What do you see there in those verses? Yeah, I mean, the the reality of it, I see misery, torment, wickedness, regret. I mean, that's what I see all labeled in that place of anguish. More so though than just the the temporary anguish of 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 us burning our hand and being able to get relief by putting some sort of medication on it. Right. There is no medicine for that. Mm-hmm. The medicine was the choice that was made on the other side of eternity, whether or not to accept the offering of the Lord Jesus Christ and to get students to see that it's a place of anguish, not just a temporary place that just is a figment of their imagination or it will go away. It is a real place of torment. It is a real place of pain. Uh, the rich man says, Father Abraham, send your servant Lazarus. Let him dip his finger into the into a cold water and just place it on my tongue. He was wanting just a momentary, a momentary lapse of the torment that he was in. Mm. And he could not right. he couldn't do that because as again there there was a there was a void. There was a separation of the two places there. So I mean the place of anguish, and when I think about that, the the pain that we go through, the anguish. The, uh, the anguish that Christ went through, you know, uh, as he was on the on the cross, hmm. Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? God having to turn away from the all of our sin that was placed upon Jesus, that moment of separation, you know, that, that's something. Jesus was separated from the Father for three days. He was he was separated. That had to be anguish upon him. Hmm. Wanting to be connected because that never before relationally had they been separated, you know, and and to, to see that place of anguish hmm. as a reality, right. to be able not to not to scare students into heaven, right. but to give them a reason of like why would you ever right. want to go to a place where there is all of this pain, right? And, and so many people they deal with pain on different levels. Some people can cover up very well. But this is a real good unit to be able to get the students to focus in on the realities, right. on the truth of it's a real place and it's a place of anguish. Right. Well, and Greg, from a from a pastoral standpoint, we've included under this section a list of some other scripture passages that Jesus describes hell as this place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. How do you explain that to students? What does that mean? Well, it's it, when I said before, I said hell is a place of misery, torment, wickedness, and regrets. Let's focus on the regrets. Yeah. The weeping and the gnashing of the teeth of the regrets. Hmm. All of the opportunities that they had to accept the offering, to answer yes to the call of Christ through the Holy Spirit. Hmm. I, I believe that's a real consequence of the, the gnashing of the teeth as representation of all the anger and the why didn't I do that? Right. Why didn't I have a choice? And we see here even that's in the good. story... Yeah. In the story here, the rich man says, Father Abraham, please, you can't send Lazarus to, to, to take my torment away. Please do not let this happen to my brothers. Right. Please send him to my brothers so that they won't have to experience this. Right. A place, again, Rick, of total darkness too. There is no light hmm. because Jesus is the light of the entire world. He's not there. Right. Total darkness. Hmm. I mean, uh, to me, it's just... Um, it's a scary place that I wouldn't want my worst enemy to go That's to. Right, right. And the third life principle, we're talking about the fact that it's also a place of separation when we look at verses 23 and 26. Uh, what do you see there in those verses, and what does it mean that it's a place of separation? Well, it's it's a place where there is no joining of two, 
the two together. There is no, there is a, there is a chasm, if you will. There is a, a separation of the two because uh, God, in His Word, says that He will not allow the believers, those who are born again, they will not suffer His wrath. Right. Where the ones who have chosen here in Hades to reject God, there is continual wrath upon them. Um, we see the consequences of, of that also in another way. We hear people say, well, a loving God will send no one to hell. Well, the truth is that we make that choice because right. he's given us the opportunity to, to choose. You know, Paul said, choose this day right. who you will serve. Um, we get this opportunity so many times, uh, it being a place of separation, and I liken it to um, here in, in the context that, 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 that again, Lazarus is... is enjoying all of the presence of God, mm, yeah. all of the companionship of the saints here, whereas the rich man, he is in total darkness. Mm. There's no hope. There's a place of separation. There, there's no. It's not familiar. And it's not where God wants us to be, right. truthfully. That's why Jesus came as the perfect, sinless Son of God to take away that punishment for us. We deserve that punishment. But he willingly took that punishment for us. So being a place of separation, um, always being fearful. I mean, that fear is a real factor. And we talked about it a couple lessons before with our young people, how fear can motivate them to do things and make choices based upon wanting to fit in. And, um, you know, separation um, from the standpoint of having to be without the presence of God. Right. Uh, it's it's for a Christian after you're on this side, after you've made accepted the call of Christ. It's just thank you, Lord, right, for taking me away from that path that led to to complete destruction. Right. Well, and in the previous session, we talked about that one of the one of the pleasures of heaven is that we're going to be continually in mm. the presence of God. <laughs> I mean, face to face, side to side, in His presence. And the complete opposite is true here in hell: is that it's a place of separation that there won't have any presence of God there. Yeah, no presence of God, no familiarity, uh, no blessings, no goodness. I mean, on earth, uh, the Scriptures talk about that, that God allowed the rain to fall on the, the good and the evil. You know, at that point, He let the, the wheat, the tares grow in with the wheat. Here, there's total separation. Right. I mean, to me, that is even more of a, a mindset. Uh, as bad sometimes as our days on earth are here, in the book of Revelations, those days will even grow even more waning when the presence of the Holy Spirit, right. who withholds all the evil from coming at this point in time, how when He is removed from this world, how even more devastating it will be. That place of separation is, is a reality. And here, for a young person to, to grasp that is so so critically important. Sure. And as, as ministers of the gospel, we have to, be, we have to put ourselves in their place and walk through them, be willing to walk through them with what God's Word says concerning a relationship with Christ. That's right. The last thing we're looking at this week, that, that fourth life principle, is that hell is going to be a place of finality in verses 27 through 31. Now, we've got a question in here, why is hell not a temporary stopover in eternity? It's not just, you just don't pass through. Jesus said, man, it's a, it's a final place. Uh, what do you see there in those verses? Well... I see sadness, sure, a lot. I mean, because it being a place of finality, there is no hope. Um, one of the scriptures I used to to use quite frequently with young people when we were talking about 
these types of subjects was Hebrews nine twenty seven, and just as it is appointed for for people or man to die once, and then after this comes the judgment. This is all the opportunity that they have, and for a young person to be so full of life and have all of their life to live before them, sometimes it's tragic with the decisions that they make um, in this on this side of eternity, and and for it to be a place of finality. Uh, I don't know that uh, young people think about finality. We don't. We don't like to think about right. finality because we have loved ones, we have children, you know, teenagers and 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 wives that we that we love so much. We don't want to think about that. But from a standpoint of it being a place of finality, uh, there is no longer any hope uh, once that choice is made and once we choose to reject Christ. Uh, that is the consequence because really, what keeps us out of heaven is the same thing that. Puts us in hell. That's unbelief. Right. Hmm. Not believing that Jesus Christ loves us. So critically important as a youth minister, as a youth worker, to make sure those kids understand how much God loves them. Sure, sure. And leaders, as you're wrapping up this session, you're going to want to move into that wrap it up part with the question to to present to your students: uh, Which of your friends do you not want to leave on the other side of this chasm, the chasm that Greg was talking about? And what will you do to make sure they spend eternity with you in heaven? As, as students begin, especially this week, to get a sense of the finality, the anguish, the the reality um, of he- of hell, to see their friends that don't know Christ as heading for that place and what they can do to, to prevent that and to share Christ with them. Well, leaders, as we wrap up the session, again, our question is, what will hell be like? We looked at those four life principles. It's a real place. It's a place of anguish. It's a place of separation. It's a place of finality. Our point this week is that hell will be an eternal place of agony and separation. Man, this is a tough session, and it's a hard session to communicate, but man, it is very important, as Greg shared, to share this with your students. Join us again next week. We'll wrap up this entire unit talking about judgment and what that final judgment is all about. So join us again next week. (laughs) 